Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we talk all things life, love, and leadership as you are on your path towards liberation. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Pathak, and I am excited for us to dive right in. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about disconnection. Did you know that disconnection is one of the most powerful ways the colonial capitalist white supremacist patriarchy works? Disconnection from ourselves, disconnection from our hearts, disconnection from one another, and disconnection from our intuition and our source, our creator, our God. Just let that sink in for a moment. Now you might be wondering, what purpose does disconnection serve? Well, here you go. Disconnection is meant to keep you isolated and weak. Think about it. You are weaker when you are by yourself. There is strength in numbers, and you are stronger when you are connected with yourself, with others, and you are the strongest when you are connected to source, spirit, creator, God, goddess, a higher power of your understanding, and your own inner knowing. It reminds me of a line from A Course in Miracles that says, you think you have many different problems, but you have only one, your disconnection from God. It's one of those things where we're taught that being connected to ourselves or to a divine source is not important or we don't talk about that. You know, in the colonial capitalist culture, we're very much taught to be individualistic and very self-serving. And I know that for me, what disconnection looks like, and I mean that disconnection of not being connected to myself, not being connected to my heart, my soul, my spirit, not being connected to my intuition, and not being connected to a source of power greater than me. And this is what it used to look like for me. And don't get me wrong, I can still go there sometimes. Disconnection for me looks like getting overwhelmed by confusion. I fall into fear, and I think I'm having to do everything all alone. It feels very lonely in that place. I start to run around in circles, freaking out on the inside. But on the outside, I make it look good. I can make it look really good on the outside. But on the inside, I am freaking the F out. And I'm super confused. And I get lost. And just really running around and around in circles, not knowing what to do. And I feel like I have to do everything all alone. Because I've lost my connection. Now, 
Robin Morning and I actually spoke about this in episode 10 of the podcast when we spoke about liberation. Robin mentioned how one of the pitfalls that we can fall into as change makers, visionaries, revolutionaries, and disruptors of the status quo is that we know we're here to do big, important things, but we think that we have to do them all on our own. And what happens when we do that? What happens when we think that we have to fulfill these ginormous world-changing missions all by ourselves? We get overwhelmed by the task and find ourselves in the paralysis that leads to procrastination. And well, we already talked about what happens with procrastination back in episode 9.0. And you know what colonizers knew very well, and actually what they still know? They knew there was power in collectivist and in indigenous culture. They knew the people of the land had practices that made them more powerful than the colonizers ever would be. You know, I recall growing up and learning that my great-grandmother's name was Catherine and that she identified as Catholic. And I used to think to myself, but how is that possible? Our family identified as Hindu. So how was my great-grandmother on my mom's side? How was her name Catherine? And how was she Catholic? I was told that great-grandmother wanted to be a school teacher, but that she couldn't be if she was Hindu or Muslim or pretty much anything other than Catholic or Christian. You see, the colonizers were afraid. As a little girl, I was told that not even Hindus of the Brahmin caste were allowed to leave India during the time of colonization because the British were scared that if Brahmins of the Hindu tradition left India, they would spread their faith and their practices to other colonized lands. And so my paternal great-great-great-grandfather changed his name and volunteered for the false promise that colonizers make. New lands and new opportunities. What a sham. <laughs> if you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast, then hop on over to coffee.com slash Sharani. That's ko-fi.com slash Sharani, where you can support the podcast. You'll find a link in the show notes to help direct you there. So my maternal great-grandmother, who lived in those colonized lands, converted to Catholicism so that she could pursue her dream of being a school teacher. And the funny thing is, the colonizers had no idea that despite their efforts to control the people they had colonized, the people continued to uphold their culture and their spiritual practices under wraps. The people remained connected 
to their power. Sadly, though, over time, the people started to get so worn down by the colonial capitalist culture that forces you to work hard for this promise that if you just work hard enough, you'll be able to make it. And so they got worn down and they started to forget. They started to forget the power that they had direct access to. But then were born the people of the generation of you and me. And we started connecting to thoughts and practices that were powerful, yet at the same time felt big and scary because we didn't know what to do with it. Oh, you're imagining things, the adults would say. Those things don't exist. You're being silly. So parts of us began to believe them, even though there was another part of us deep within that never forgot. Parts of us fell asleep to the access to the power that we have that lives deep within us. And yet, there was that part of us, continues to be that part of us, that knows. Then over the past several years, as more and more of our fellow black and brown-bodied brothers and sisters got killed, and racism and racial justice, or rather, the injustice came rushing up to the surface. Kind of like, you know, all the people came out when I lived in New York for grad school. There was a saying that local New Yorkers, in particular my friends up in the Bronx, used to say, and it would be summertime. And all of a sudden, every single person would be out in the street, mostly playing in fire hydrants and stuff. And they would say, yeah, you know... They're just coming out like cockroaches. And of course, that's a terrible thing to say in retrospect. And yet that's what it was like. It was like all of a sudden, all these people started crawling out of the woodwork, coming out like cockroaches, exposing their ugliness, exposing the shadow parts of us as a collective, as a society. And as all of this started going down, and maybe even before that, because if you're a change maker and a visionary like me, you start to feel into these patterns and and move through them before others do. So as this started happening, parts of you began to stir. You didn't know what or why or how it was all connected. You just knew that there was something stirring and awakening within you. And you also knew you're here to do big, important, world-changing work. But since parts of you were still disconnected from yourself, your spirit, your intuition, and your source, you walked around with a whole heck of a lot of confusion. You knew you weren't fulfilling your purpose 
you knew there was something more for you. And you couldn't quite put your finger on it. And now, here you are. And the world as we know it is falling apart. Crumbling all around us. And you know that you have gotten no more time to mess around. You've got important, world-changing work to do. And it all begins with your connection to yourself, to your heart, to your soul, to your spirit, to your intuition and to the divine source from whom all of this comes. Your reconnection is where your power lies. Your reconnection is your liberation. Don't let the colonial capitalist, white supremacist patriarchy, who teaches you to live in fear and disconnection and isolation when no do not let that win instead take the time to reconnect with your wisdom and power that you carry within I have a special practice I recorded to help you with this. It's incredibly powerful and has even moved and awakened me as I channeled the message and the music choice dropped in. I could just feel the power of it reverberating in my body. And I'm so excited to share this practice with you to help you as you do one of the most rebellious things and reconnect with yourself and your power. Visit the link in the show notes to get your access to this incredible practice that I've recorded for you. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to being with you again next week. Be well. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast, then please be sure to subscribe and rate and review it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, be sure to share this podcast with everybody that you know, so that they too can get in on these powerful conversations that we're having as we're all on our path towards liberation. If you're a change maker and a revolutionary and you're looking for more support as we're in this time of change, then keep listening because I have something super special for you. I've recorded a short audio download that will support you as we are in these revolutionary times. Head on over to the link in the show notes to access your download today. I look forward to being with you again next time. Until then, be well and take really good care.